0: Welcome to a new episode of Time to Shine. This is your host, Oscar Santolaya. Time to Shine presents you interviews with successful public speakers who share their experience and secrets with you in a weekly podcast. Hello, everybody. One of the greatest reasons to speak in front of others is to motivate. But this is not always an easy task. Our today's special guest will tell us how to motivate like a genius. Jikishen Shinapen is a multifaceted young man from beautiful Mauritius. He is a member of Mensa International, the high IQ society. Jiks has an educational background in law, applied finance and psychology, and he has mastered neuro-linguistic programming and works as a coach. Jiks is author of two books, A War in Another Dimension, 16 Minutes NLP, and more recently, Psychic Gang, The Men of Knowledge. Jigs, welcome to the show. Thank you. Jigs, could you tell us more about yourself and your projects?
1: Yeah, of course. So, first of all, I'm from Mauritius, an island of the Indian Ocean. But currently, I'm in uh, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, my main field of expertise is actually in applied finance, law, business development, and uh, corporate strategy. Mm-hmm. I've had the privilege of being qualified in various fields from various uh, prestigious universities, such as Harvard University, Wharton Executive Education, University of Florida, and uh, currently it's University of South Australia. I am a neurolinguistic linguistic programming practitioner, in short, NLP practitioner, a serial entrepreneur, author of books, uh, life coach and public speaker, as many do actually know me. And uh, being a serial entrepreneur, my main projects for this year is actually the implementation of new innovative enterprises to help business leaders in tweaking their companies for more productivity and efficiency. I'm currently the director of business development for a company named Big Bang ERP which is a cloud solution provider. And I'm also the founder of Berlin Evolutions, which is a consulting firm with experts in business excellence, business development, and business process. Other most personal projects would be my next book on entrepreneurship, which I'll be co-authoring with another doctor in uh, virtual leadership. And uh, for this year, actually, my main focus will especially be the expansion of Big Bang ERP, which is actually headquartered in Canada. It's currently being expanded to Mauritius, Africa, Australia, and this big project will allow companies in those regions to benefit from cutting-edge cloud solutions. And uh, yeah, this is actually my projects for this year.
0: <laughs> well, sounds excellent. You have many projects. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> AGX, uh, very being still very young, I would like to know, when did you start speaking on stage? So what was your motivation to stand up and take the mic?
1: From a psychological perspective, I believe it is very rare to be able to find someone who never had any fears whatsoever of public speaking. Uh, But when I was a kid, I used to love doing one-man shows, just to make my close one laugh. And Mm -hmm. you could see the expressions that they conveyed showed that they were actually loving it. And this indeed boosted up my self-confidence about performing on stage. And uh, later on, the audience started to grow slowly until it actually became more than 100 people. And I had to actually make 100 people laugh during a family gathering for New Year's Eve. And uh, it wasn't that that much of pressure, I would say, because I was a kid. (laughs) So at that time, you don't really bother uh, what you're going to say. So you, you, your objective is just to make those people laugh. And when I was actually st- studying NLP and clinical psychology, uh, all the students have been learning a lot about getting rid of phobias, mm-hmm. mental disorders, as well as boosting self-confidence and self-esteem of our patients. So in a way or the other, we had to be able to set the example. We had to be able to get rid of our own fears and phobias. So yeah, I did it. And uh, the way to actually get r- getting rid of phobia, especially on-stage fears, which is one of the most common fear in people, would just be to increase the level of self-confidence and self-esteem in the knowledge that we actually convey to our audience. So in a way, the more we feel competent in what we are sharing, the easier it feels to perform on stage. And I did some seminars with 20 packs when I started, training people about NLP and later on, People started to request for a massive conference of more than 500 people, and I had to step on stage to do it. And it was actually the most amazing experience, and I wanted to do it over and over again. And uh, companies in various sectors, including hospitality, consulting, and uh, financial sector, they started to book me to train their staff at a higher management to increase the communication skills and uh, eliminate communication barriers between different departments and different age groups and even to increase productivity at work where soft skills is actually concerned. People started to request more and more for live conferences because they liked it. They wanted to see me live and in front of many people. And I started traveling the world, especially across Asia, even Africa, and even Europe to enrich people's mind on NLP and help them to lead a positive and happy, happy life. So yeah
0: so yeah that's um, that's an uh, excellent uh, path that you had initially just to 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 please your your family to 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 be uh, fun, yeah uh, entertain, and then when the n l p uh, started on your career you had to uh, stand up right and speak to exactly
1: you. i had to stand up and and made it happen
0: yeah, exactly excellent and Jigs, what a person needs to become a motivational speaker what's special in that
1: mm. Motivational speaking, actually, if you, if you look at motivational speaking generally, people might think it's just about to know-how how to speak, but it's actually more than just how, knowing how to speak on a stage. There is a whole know-how of what to actually talk about. Understanding your public, building a rapport with the audience are crucial skills which defines a good motivational speaker. And of course, the knowledge you reach convey to the public is indeed of tremendous importance as it is actually the one that will drive the amount of attention you'll be able to retain from your audience. And the amount of knowledge you have will also reflect on your self-confidence and all this will reflect on your expressions, your body language, your micro and macro expressions and this will show how good of a motivational speaker you are. Some people have phobias to speak on stage And this is actually mainly due to the level of self-confidence about their competency. If someone does not feel confident of their own abilities, it is obvious that they will build a fear of speaking on stage. Basically, what a motivational speaker needs is knowledge of what they want to convey to the audience, a soft skills which demands building a built of rapport with the audience. They need to be able to, in a way, create a communication, a subconscious communication with the audience and get the audience to understand them and be able to build a certain empathy with them and good communication skills, which the audience is able to understand. And understanding our audience is another very important factor in being able to convey information with, a really, with the utmost flow to them. And for example, talking to elderly people about a new research, for example, mm-hmm. And talking to youngsters would demand a different approach. Mm, The voice tone you use, the non-verbal communication, the body language differs for different age groups. So understanding our audience is something very important as well. And, you know, the most important thing when a motivational speaker is talking on stage is the attention they want to get from this audience. They want the audience to be very interested. They want the audience to love what they're saying. They want the audience to love the approach they are actually using. So, in a way, to summarize, what a person needs to become a good motivational speaker, first of all, is to be very self-confident. They need to be very self-confident. They need to be very competent of what they want to convey to the public, which is very important. This will reflect, again, on the body language and will make the audience indirectly and subconsciously be, in a way, very, pay more attention to what that person is actually saying at that time. And this will actually enhance and create a certain empathy between the audience and the speaker and enhance the whole environment at that time. So yeah, these are the few skills that someone needs to become a very good motivational speaker.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I really, uh, you have done a really great uh, explanation, very structured explanation about this. And sometimes when we think of motivational speaker, we only see the, um, the speaking skills, right? But exactly. you, you, you start with the knowledge and the confidence of what they know and then the the soft skills and everything is a, is a great explanation you have done. Gix, exactly. do you need to be on stage to motivate people?
1: Mm, No, I wouldn't say that because uh, there are various other medium that I can actually motivate people. There are various medium that actually can help also motivational speaker to become good on stage. You know, self-confidence is a progressive matter. So you cannot just boost someone's self-confidence directly and just get them on stage. So there are various ways that I use to motivate my audience. I have my books, for example. So when my readers do read my book, sometimes they will feel motivated. Mm-hmm. And uh, my post on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and just like podcasts and uh, newspaper. Uh, some people will write articles when reporters will try to interview me and write articles about me. And uh, latest things I've done and everything. And this is actually being used to motivate people outside. And radios, when I have radios interview, TV shows and all these, uh, my loyal followers and my audience will actually be motivated through this. And uh, so to summarize, we don't really need to be on stage to motivate people. And not being on stage could be the very first steps that people could use to become more motivated and build up their self-confidence about becoming a motivational speaker. So this can actually help uh, people who want to become a motivational speaker. They can start by, use, for example, start motivating their audience through Facebook, Twitter, and then they step, they go for a further step, go for radio interviews. So, when people cannot actually see their mm. face, this actually helps them to, to boost their self confidence even more. Then they can move on to TV shows. Then they can start moving to, you know, this is where you can actually build the self confidence slowly and slowly. And with experience, it will be able to get someone to become a very good motivational speaker.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. You get the feedback on, on the way. So, it's exactly, I couldn't agree more. Hey, Gix, what makes you so enthusiastic about NLP?
1: Mm, so, okay. So, first of all, let me give uh, a brief insight of what NLP is about. Sure. So, NLP, neurolinguistic programming, uh, the name neuro comes from neurons, actually. And the name linguistic is just language. And programming is the patterns that those neurons actually follow. And if we try to understand it in simpler terms, it is just a self-development created by two doctors, Richard Bandler and John Grinder. It has been inspired by the work of Milton Erickson, the great hypnotherapist. NLP believes that if it takes someone five minutes to get a phobia, it can take them the same amount of time to get out of that phobia. And eventually, the same principle applies to all the other mental disorders or even lack of self-esteem. If someone has an issue with their self-image, that is actually reducing their self-confidence, if it took them five minutes to bring that issue to their self-image, it can take them five minutes to get rid of it. So NLP is a way uh, that allows psychologists to re-engineer the neural pathways in the mind of someone. It's just like you're debugging a software. That's Mm -hmm. how simple it is. And with a blend of hypnosis, NLP becomes the perfect tool to cure almost any mental it disorders. Increase self-esteem, get rid of phobias, change beliefs, strengthen beliefs, accelerate learning curves and more. I actually got really enthusiastic during the time when I was in Europe. I was watching a show about, uh, by Darren Brown and Darren Brown was a magician but he was very different from all the other magicians. He didn't really have tricks behind. He was actually using NLP to entertain his audience. And that got me really astonished. He would, for example, you know, he would walk to someone and uh, talk to some unknown people on the road and ask them for their wallet. And that particular person will actually give their wallet. But, and then, that person, that unknown person, that stranger, will realize that, why did I give that man my wallet? (laughs) And it was just the way he could talk, the way he could frame people, the way he could mirror people, he would actually gain their trust, so quickly that he was able to get their wallet without stealing it. It was legal, you know? And, and, and that was, I really loved it, and I, I was astonished by it, and I really wanted to learn how he was doing it. I started buying books about NLP, I started reading articles about it, I started getting into courses, and eventually I even wrote a book about NLP. Uh, I came up with my own contribution about rewiring the brain, and I came up with my own research Titled as Thoughts, Actions, Repatterning, To, And to me, NLP seemed like a weapon. It's like a mm-hmm. weapon one needs to be able to lead life in today's world. You know, in life, we need several tools to be able to overcome roadblocks and make life way more interesting than it is. I, I am also an expert in analyzing body language, mm-hmm. which is another field I'm really passionate about. And yes, having those skills surely help in leading an amazing life and uh, where you can be sure these skills can actually make sure that you have total control of your emotions, total control of your brain and your body and it can help to make other people happy as well. So in a way it's like a contagious thing, you are happy, you make yourself feel happy, you make yourself, you, you feel that you have total control of your own emotions and you are able to help other people in your surrounding. So so yeah, that's all why I was actually really enthusiastic about NLP. So I would say the credits goes to Darren Brown shows.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And did you learn how to get wallets?
1: Ah no, I didn't (laughs) do I didn't go to that extent actually. (laughs) No,
0: it's not a magician, it's not your (laughs) your business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Jigs. What were the main skills that have allowed you to establish and be involved in several companies, like the one you mentioned in the beginning of the interview?
1: Oh, okay. So establishing a company, if I may say, seems to be very hard for many people. But it's actually the easiest thing one could think if we have the right perception towards it. So if you actually break that big goal of building a company into small objectives, Mm -hmm. we realize that it is actually easy The way to start is just by having a really good idea. So if you have a good idea of what you want to do Mm -hmm. to start the company. And the second thing is to be able to do a good market research of our potential clients. So these are the two first steps that we have to be able to do. First of all, to get an idea. Second of all, to be able to make a little market research. We go on Google and try to look for the potential clients. And second of all, we need to have some partnerships we need to make some alliances with some other businesses. This will in turn create a long-term growth, making sure that we are able to seize some contracts before setting up a company. So this will actually make us motivated because we know the business is able to, we are able to make that business work way before we started it. And the self-confidence is there and this will be able to, to bring that emotion and drive it and channel that emotion to a specific direction aligned with the same vision of the company and consequently it will just be a matter of signing forms and incorporating the enterprise and making it work and happen and there is also a pool of contacts that we need to build mm-hmm. you know setting up a business is just not so straight sometimes we need a pool of contacts we need a circle of friends which we can actually use to help us building that business easier and where skills is concerned one needs to be a good speaker, I would say, to be able to act as the public figure of that company. Marketing, marketing is another primordial uh, skill as it is pointless if you have a great product but you cannot commercialize it. So you need to, be, to have some marketing skills. But it doesn't matter. If you don't have the marketing skills, you can just partner with someone who is good sure. at it. And this is how more, most entrepreneurs, especially serial entrepreneurs, does it because they cannot be good at everything. So there are always... They are always partnering with others to complement themselves and combine their forces, skills and strategies to make sure their business works. So I would say uh, marketing and my business related skills help me. My business development and strategy helped me as well to be able to create unique differentiation in the market. And most importantly, apart from all these, I would say psychology and NLP and my communication skills played a major role in being able to sustain my motivation level because establishing a company is like a big goal that we have. And then making it happen demands a lot of motivation and self-confidence. So I would say, yeah, this is very important. Communication skills, psychology, NLP played a major role in being able to setting up my my companies as well as my business-related skills, of course.
0: Great idea. You make it sound so simple. (laughs) (laughs) Jix, please share with us your favorite quotation. Mm,
1: Okay, so my favorite quote is actually by Albert Einstein, who once said, you know, I quote, If you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Uh, The reason why I really love this quote is because it shows that everyone in this world does have some hidden potential. Just like I mentioned in my latest book, uh, Psychic Gang, The Man of Knowledge, which is a book designed on this principle of unleashing the hidden potential of my readers. So in a way, if you get, for example, if you get a builder to do a marketing job, it might fail at it. And if you get a marketing guru to do the builder's job, you might fail at it too. So in a way, everyone has their own potential in their own field of expertise. We cannot have a master of everything. So... What I'm trying to say is that I really love this quote. It shows that everyone has a hidden potential mm-hmm. and it makes people to be motivated. You know, if you fail at something, it doesn't mean you're bad at it. It just means that you're really good at something else. And if you keep on focusing on the bad thing, it will just drive your motivation down. But if on the, you know, on the contrary, you focus on what you are good at, you'll be more motivated and you might actually become good at the things that you were not good before. Just because of the self motivation of what you have now, you know,
0: yeah. Sure, that's, uh, excellent, uh, excellent quotation. Never heard it before, <laughs> but I absolutely agree with the with the message. Jix, yeah, could you, you recommend us one book that has inspired you, and you think our <laughs> listeners should read it?
1: I actually would suggest two books which complement sure. themselves, uh, which indirectly can help the readers to lead an amazing life and um, allow them to overcome all the daily. De- re- daily roadblocks and increase the self-confidence and everything. Uh, One of them is titled as Frogs into Princes. It is an NLP book, actually. It is one of the very first NLP book by Richard Bandler, the co-creator of NLP, and John Grinder. This book gets into the basics of how NLP works, till the techniques to lead an amazing life. The techniques inside are pretty much simple. Very simple English language for anyone to understand. They don't even need a psychological background or anything. And another one would be the definitive book of body language by Alan and Barbara Pease, which is a book on body language basically to help people understand humans more. The reason why is understanding ourselves, understanding our brain, is crucial to be able to achieve our wildest dreams and really become successful. If we are not able to understand our own weaknesses or strength, or even what drives our motivation or passion, it becomes so hard to be able to lead a happy life or even to set any goal that is aligned to our life mission, which will be able to get us motivated. And as we all know, without motivation or self-confidence, it becomes impossible to achieve any goals, no matter how small it is. So yeah, these two books could
0: actually change people's lives. Well, yes, I read the second one, the... The body language book is, is, oh, is yeah. it, it's really amazing, I agree with you. And the yeah, first one is, is uh, Frogs to Princess, right? Frogs into Princess, yes. Sounds very interesting too, absolutely. <laughs> Jiggs, we are almost at the end of the interview, but at this point I would like to ask you a routine to shine. Could you share with us an exercise, something practical that you recommend doing it daily or weekly as a routine to shine?
1: Sure, sure, definitely. Uh, I would actually recommend something in my field of expertise, NLP, an NLP technique, which is very easy and can be practiced by anyone, and people can even Google it and search more about it. Uh, before I explained how we actually do it in NLP, I would like to just give an insight on subconscious thing that we humans do, but we don't know that it is a really good technique that we can use consciously. You know sometimes when we walk by, make as if we are walking by KFC for example. And that smell triggers a past memory of when we went KFC two years ago. So what's happening is that the smell of KFC is triggering a past memory. I'm pretty sure many people might have come across such state or in different, uh, you know, different events. So basically in NLP, we use this tool consciously to allow us to set triggers to get the emotion and feeling we want. This technique is actually called anchoring, and uh, which is similar to the Pavlo experiment during ancient times when the dog trainer would actually create a link between ringing a bell and giving food to its dog. So each time it would ring the bell, the dog's salivatory organs would be triggered. So anchors is a way in NLP to create triggers which allow us to get into a specific state By triggering an emotion so let let me try to make it sound way simpler Mm -hmm. how would it how would it be if you could just hit a button you press a button Mm -hmm. and you become Mm self-confident and you press another button and you become sleepy you feel sleepy so because it's time to go to (laughs) sleepy you to go to sleep tomorrow it's work and how would it be you press another button you get into the zone you get into the working mode you know Mm -hmm. and we in nlp this is possible you are able to create those triggers that will allow you to get the emotion you want to get into the specific state when you like it. So the basic idea to start with anchoring is by creating the trigger, of course. So music can be a trigger. Mm -hmm. Each time you listen to the, for example, make as if every time you feel motivated, you listen to a specific music. You are indirectly associating that music to that emotion. And if you do it for like five times a week, for example, next week later on when you feel unmotivated you're feeling sad you cannot really do your work you can just listen to that music and it will trigger the same state when you were motivated and eventually you can use it for different ways for different states of mind and uh, when you're happy when you're really happy or when you're the zone you're starting to you can set triggers triggers can be smell it can be taste it can be a music it can be a touch all these things can be triggers that would be actually amazing. But when people think about it, they think it's hard, but it's not hard. Even I thought it was really hard before I started learning NLP. But when I started getting into it, getting to the basics, I realized that, yes, NLP can actually help many to lead an amazing life, especially anchor- anchoring is one of the most famous technique in, a, in a NLP. And I would really suggest people, readers, listeners to actually uh, explore more on anchoring.
0: Anchoring. Sounds like like magic, even though you say yeah. you're not interested in being magician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jigs, <laughs> thank you very much. It has been a great interview. Thanks to and, you as well. And for me, it was also great. It's the first time I'm having a call to Asia. You are now in Kuala Lumpur, right? You yes, told me. I am now currently in Kuala Lumpur. That's, that was really nice. And wow. I really felt motivated after talking with you. <laughs>
1: thank you very much. I really appreciate that.
0: <laughs> okay, before... Before we close the interview, could you tell us how our listeners can learn more about you or follow you?
1: Oh, they can actually just go on my website or they can actually easier to just go on my Facebook and type my name. Uh, so, Jikishan and Chinapen, my name on Facebook, and they'll be able to follow my fan page. And through that, they'll be able to get access to my, all the other social media platforms like Twitter and even my websites and Wikipedia and all the other things. Mm-hmm my blogs and
0: all. Excellent. Everything will be written in the show notes of, e- of this episode so everybody can get exactly. the information <laughs> there. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, jigs I, I know you will have a bright future, I will be following you definitely, and all the best.
1: Thank you very much, Oscar. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Dear listeners of Time to Shine, this is the end of today's episode. If you like our show, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or for more information, visit our website, www.timetoshinepodcast.com. Welcome to listen to us again next week.